Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The BHP Podcast is presented by bowhunterplanet.com. Join the hunt. Support for the Bowhunter Planet Podcast is provided by HHA Sports, Cold Steel Knives, Scott Archery, Burris Optics, Element Outdoors, Reveal Cellular Trail Cams, Deer Cam Coffee. Additional support is provided by Yeti. Today, we are just kind of chatting uh, about just kind of what's going on in the industry. We've obviously had some bow launches. Um, the ATA show is next week coming up here hot, and uh, I'm actually doing a media summit for that event, which is cool. And, you know, we could talk about that tonight a little bit, guys, like what I'm going to actually present on that and what I'm going to talk about. That'll be cool. And then, um, yeah, so. Uh, so do yeah. they have anything else planned? I mean, are, are, there's a lot know, of stuff going like on. A- uh, you guys have like email invites, I think. You should you should uh, sign up and do it because um, you get access to like these private video rooms, I think. And then they go through like what's going on and uh, what's being launched. And so I think there's some really good stuff to see. Um, uh, my whole time's been kind of spent like focused on this and trying to figure out like what I'm going to do for it and all that. So for me, I haven't really had time to focus on actually worrying about what's being launched, but we probably should know, but you know, there's some companies, most of the companies we know are already launching now. Yeah. Uh, just ahead of the show but um yeah it should be cool though and then i guess i'm gonna be on so i'm on this wednesday so wednesday i'm on the show for the media summit and then um wednesday night there is a i've been asked to join them on their archery 360 podcast or just archery 360 live from the show so uh maybe we can all do that i don't know maybe it'd be cool if we can all patch into that wednesday night so uh, yep. that could be kind of neat um I didn't think of that. So when they send me the link, I'll see how many can be on it, but it, hopefully it's, they use teams. So I would bet you, you can have a decent amount of people on. So that'd be kind of cool. Um, what are they, what are they doing for the show? Are they actually having anything at the, no, I don't think no. so. I think it's all online. So yeah. like, for instance, I heard that companies had to do digital booths where they do a video of their booth and then they present that in the, these live streams, I guess for that day. I mean, to be honest, this is going to be interesting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is it going to work? Is it not going to work? What kind of audience? No one really knows, you know, until they do it. But 
from. Yeah, is it open up to everybody now, or is it just like dealers and registered members of ATA? I got to imagine that it's member only still, right? You know, I'm not really sure to be, if I'm being honest with you. I, I was, you still have to register. I know that, but um, yeah. Um, yeah. Gotta be careful. I know Tim sent me the private link to his OnlyFans page, and it, uh, it's not for the uh, squeamish. I'll just tell you that. You make Ooh. a lot of money at that, Tim, on your OnlyFans page. The naked page? Yeah. You know no. what I'm talking about. No. No. You're not my only subscriber. Thank you. <laughs> No problem. Uh, I don't know what we're talking about, but all right. I don't know either. Yeah, it's getting it's getting weird. It's getting weird, as Kevin said. What? I mean, this, this shows how old you guys are. You don't know what the fans only pages are. No, people talk about it all the time. No, Google it. Google it. All right. So this is the um, this is what I'm presenting. It's called collaborations and growth in the archery industry by David Thomas, creator of Boner Planet. I just put creator. I didn't put co-creator. Tim, sorry about that. But since I figured out, oh, I, uh, I do believe that you are um, sharing the wrong screen there. Yeah. If this yeah. is what you're presenting, I'm pretty sure you stole it. What do you yeah. mean? You might want. Somebody All we running? see is a is a girl running on the beach. Oh. Oh, I see what happened. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, let me put this over here. There you go. I, I didn't realize it was just that that file. Um, okay, so basically, what I'm going to talk about is just that. First off, in 2020, um, it became a record year for for outdoors. So the outdoor industry went ballistic in this year. I've been told numerous companies that 2020 was their best year of sales ever in the history of their companies. And so a lot of money was made, but the question becomes, as you see these, this surge in outdoor uh, hunting uh, activities, you know, how do we capture this? How do we stop the, from losing these people? You know um, how do we keep it the last? I mean, the surges were so big that, you know, it, you know, people weren't ready for it, you know? So, but the good news is you created people who bought the equipment who are most likely then going to, go back out this year, right? Cause they pay for all that equipment and maybe the next couple of years. Um, but this is a, a huge time for, for this industry to step up and, and make huge moves in my opinion to, uh, try and, uh, secure the, to keep these hunters for the future heritage. That's the biggest deal. So, uh, I created this, this, this sheet here just kind of shows like just some of the news broadcasts that have been going out online that talk about the, the huge rise, um, and then like this, you know, talked about the numbers went up, it dropped dramatically from 17 million to 11 million. And now it's on its way back up because of this. So interesting how COVID could be some, one of the worst things ever happened, but also one of the best for certain industries like that, you know, and toilet paper. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be quite honest, there's a lot, and I feel bad for these small businesses and a lot of things, but for hunting things like that. And like up North last year was oh. the most people I've seen. Since the eighties, I think people yeah. were everywhere. Yeah, so hopefully crazy. they start coming back up there. And then when this goes away, you know, those businesses will be thriving again. Can yeah. you make, can you make those boxes with the writing bigger? Uh, I won't. No, I can't. Not, you don't have to read them. They're not really meant to read. They're just me giving a point of view real quick on that. There's a lot of articles going on on that subject, you know, okay. um, so moving on to the, the uh, presentation, I get into collaborations and then this, this is where the rubber meets the road realistically. So, um, uh, you know, who needs to collaborate? And, and, and again, this, this presentation is not really a consumer presentation. This presentation is for industry people. So there'll be dealers, um, 
pro shops, other media groups. Um, uh, you know, the guy from meat eater will be on, not, not Steve, but, um, uh, Mark who does all their media, he'll be, he'll be presenting with me and his, he has a section of his own. So it's really meant to kind of drive the overall, um, industry and try to help, you know, come up with a plan to make it work. So one of the things I wanted to do was, you know, we need collaboration amongst media organizers, dealers and pro shops, brands, celebrity personalities, brand ambassadors, and brand influencers, basically saying that, we need to use all of our platforms to draw and drive the idea of growing archery, you know, and, and whether that means we all share like an image, like you see in the top right of two kids shooting bows, try to get them excited about it. I don't know the answer, right? Maybe the idea is you need something that's flashy that kids would like, you know, obviously in this top right corner of this photo, bear archery at the time launched this bow. And uh, I believe it's called the flash. And anyway, it's got these cool colors, right? They try to drive children and get involved. But the key to this, the point of this slide is to say, look, these are the people that have to get involved. And this is, you know, how we're going to do it um, in the sense that these, you know, without these people, we can't do this. You got to have all of these um, bow hunter plants of the world to, to, to promote those advertisements and try to draw people in. But one of the things we need to do less of, and this is one of the things I wanted to bring up dramatically is, is, you know, not talking to one another. We got to stop being, having negative communications about each other or about uh, the industry. And, you know, like we said tonight in the live broadcast, you know, just talking smack about new things. It's like, it's new tech and guys are out there saying this is garbage, blah, blah, blah. It's like, really, you know, and these, some of these guys are in the industry, you know what I mean? Like, Anyway, and then uh, competition, we got to stop competing against each other and work together. I mean, we need to come up with a way to drive these changes. We can't just keep saying, oh, well, I'm in my corner, you're in your corner. It is what it is. And, you know, and the worst of all of it, do nothing. And that's what I think is what could really drive this to a bad scenario for all of us. If, if nothing is done, if there's no bow hunter planets trying to do stuff like this or push, um, the heritage of archery will eventually fizzle out. And, you know, unfortunately... It, it will eventually fizzle out. I mean, crossbows will be around a long time, but getting a kid to shoot a normal bow will slowly and slowly fade away. Any questions on that last slide? No, I, I think it's good. I think you're right on. I mean, the, the only, and it's not a miss, so don't get me wrong, but I think there is a whole aspect of one other topic that we talked about tonight, which is social media is great, but social media is becoming more and more against us. Yeah. Well, that's not the, that, that's a good point, but that's, that's not this fight in this presentation. This presentation has to do with, I want to use, I want us industry people to band together, to use what media sources we have to create something larger. Well, I guess that's my point is that in doing so you become a bigger player as a whole, right? Everybody does. As it becomes more popular, everything becomes more popular Things follow money. So if, if there's a lot of followers on something, social media is going to be less apt to give issues about posting bow videos and doing that kind of stuff because it is a big sport. It's it's an energetic sport. It's a growing area. And I think that's a benefit to everybody. And it's not going to be today. It's not going to be tomorrow. But that's just, I think, a downstream effect of what you're going to get as people collaborate more. Yeah, but I mean, that's... That's not a guarantee. You know, that's not a guarantee though. That's, that's what you're suggesting is a fear is, a, is something that could happen from it. Not, I'm not saying it can't, 
but you can't worry about that. We have to start somewhere. We have no, to start I agree. Somewhere. And that's why I said it's not a mess. I just, there, there's more to it. There's, there's a, there's, oh, there's a lot more to it. There's what a lot you, more to politics it. isn't even in this. Like if we yep. get into politics, there's a whole nother issue. What you're saying, but that's a whole nother fight. And I feel like that would be more of uh, you know, ATA does get involved in legal stuff with the industry as well. Like an NRA, you know, those are the ones that'll have to step up at some point, but unfortunately I, I don't know where they'll end up being after this right. next, uh, <laughs> revelation here. Anyway. Um, so this, this, you know, who is our target? New archers, renewed archers, people who kind of walked away, but yet are still interested. New out- outdoors men and women, right? So um, that could be any age, really. But then the biggest one is the young generation, obviously, um, getting them involved and getting them excited to try to shoot a bow. But um, one of the things I took from all those news articles is 2021 is the year of retention. Um and it says, you know, goes on to say, we've got all these people. How do we keep them? And I agree with that. Like, how are we going to keep them um, and also grow at the same time instead of just sit there and start to fall back down? I don't want to level off and then turn around and start to fall. So if we don't do something, you know, we're not going to be able to, to do that. It won't work. And I just kind of leave it with the idea of think different. It's on us to protect the heritage. It's on us. A lot of people like to say, oh, so-and-so will take care of it. So-and-so will take care of it, you know rely on everybody else. But if you don't get out and vote or you don't go out and do this, right, it's not, you're not going to make a change. So if we just sit back, nothing great will ever happen to any of this stuff. So we got to do something. And as an organization, as a media person in the industry, I think it's time for everybody to step up in this industry and, and make a change and try to help push these ideas of collaboration. Because without collaboration, I, I said, like I said before, you're basically, everybody's doing the same thing over and over and, not getting anywhere, you know, cause you're yeah. only reaching to your people without, you know, expanding anything. So, or you're anyway. duplicating efforts, right? And you're duplicating efforts and wasting money when you could be putting it together. Now I understand from brands perspectives, they want to promote their brand, but that doesn't mean that they can't find a way to work together and fund something that's, you know, multi-used. And I don't know the answers yet, but I think something needs to happen because you can't, um, if you're too focused on one brand and not focused on, inspiring and getting people involved in the, the, in the overall business, that's where I think you're going to fail. So yeah, sure. At the end of the day, if there are no clients, there is no brand. Yep. Right. So how, how everybody needs to work together to promote the sport archery as a whole so that all brands have an opportunity. Correct. Yeah. Yep. So, we need, we need a, a play, a, uh, what's the word? We need a, um, host, right? So the way I see it, ATA should be the host. Uh, ATA should be where we all go to, to, to collaborate together. And ATA will be the one who launches the, uh, you know, the, the advertisement. And then we would all share it from that launch. So everybody has a say, you can have like a, a forum, like a Facebook group, that is only those media personnels and brands and all that to all collaborate on ideas. And I get that, you know, too many people make things hard to do, but if that's what it takes for them to share it, that's what we need to do, you know? So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing, even for us, you know, it's like sometimes people send us stuff and it's like, yeah, it's a direct competition of our podcast or it's a direct competition of one of our videos. But to be honest, it doesn't really bother me to share it. Cause like I said, I'd never been in this business to, to, I didn't, you know, start this with you, Tim, back in the day to compete versus people. I started it because I wanted a place for my friends and family to put hunting things and remember what they did in their hunting career. And as we grew and it grew, 
my thought was never like, oh, I just need to compete versus these guys. I just want to compete. I don't want to compete. I want to grow everything for everybody. So if we can't grow it together, we're just going to fail. I mean, literally. So. Well, and let's be honest. I mean, I don't think we would be here today without some key companies coming alongside of us in the early days, taking yeah. a chance on us. Right. True. And, and you see us now, 11 years later, 14 million, almost 14 million views on YouTube alone. That's not talking about everything else that we do. Um, and we're able to be that, that person for somebody else, you know, now, which is, I think great. And, and I think that's the way people need to think about it is that, Yes, there, there's a budget. Yes, you are a brand. Yes, you are a company. But it takes more than just you to make an industry. And and right on point is you have to collaborate with others to be able to promote as a whole what the potential is for this sport. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah. That's your cue, no boom. That was yeah. Your we That's gave you a cue. That's Ditto. 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 No, it's true, man. We got I just don't get why we are our worst enemies sometimes. Everybody, you know, it's pretty simple. You know, got something nice to say, keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Well, I'm getting old in age, just like Dave turning 40 recently. And uh, although I'm not there yet. And, uh, you know, I think you reflect a little bit on it and you start to, you start to look at things like social media and, you know, the negative effect that that has on, on a lot of things where, where people can just go and bash and not anonymously, but unabashedly, I guess is the right word. They're just not scared to give their opinion and, you know, try to try to push the button a little bit, if you will. And I think that's harmful for, for everybody. And we got to stay away from that as, mentors and, and people in the industry that that others are looking to for you know comments for real world information so well, so trying a lot along those lines and that just goes to show there's a lot of people who are just turning off social media yeah. so yeah. if if in the industry it's constant negative bashing and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are just going to say, you know what? I didn't come on here to hear this kind of stuff. I'm going to tune it out. You're right. You're Honestly, I'm kind of that way too, guys, to be honest. Like, I'm kind of like, I don't know. Like, my thing is like anything I get involved in where I feel like I just, I'm not interested anymore. To I did what I could do, I guess, is my point for anything, whether it's voting or whatever, right? I did my part. That's all I can do. You can we can BS and complain all day about what's not great. What's not this, but at the end of the day, like I did what I was supposed to do. I put my vote in, I did this or whatever. And that's that, right. I don't need to keep hearing about it. I don't need to keep seeing it. It's not going to change anything. Right. And um, the only change comes when, you know, you make a difference and do the right things and try to, you know, project the right things. I mean, it's all you can do in life. And the other thing is just, you know, you know, Tim and I, we talk about in that other podcast, but just doing the right thing, you know, trying to find a positive way to look at life instead of just run through it and, and, um, you know, and, and just hurt people or step on people. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It's hard though. I mean, that's but the it, hardest thing in the world that's, is to get out of your own way. A perfect example is, you know, hunters bashing each other. And at the end of the day, what do you care what somebody, how somebody else hunts? As long as they're hunting legally, what do you yeah. care? Is it, gonna, is it is it affecting your hunt? Is it affecting what you're doing? I don't yeah. think so. 
I think uh, it's how much just like that, and not even to hunting, like just you know, being a racist or being a complete a-hole, you know how much effort it takes to be like that? Yeah, you know how much less effort would it take to just keep your mouth shut, give your mind to your business to yourself. Yeah, yeah you know. it's it's like failing school, right? I mean, you actually have to try yeah. to fail, right? I mean, you're not gonna get great grades if you don't, but if you show up and you do the minimum, you know, stuff and 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 you just pay attention a little bit, you're gonna pass, right? But it takes effort to fail. Yeah. I had to work hard to fail French in high school. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, Ooh la la. I didn't believe it or not, I didn't do too good in high school either. No, I believe, believe it. Believe it or not. I don't think any of us did, but Tim. <laughs> Tim was a dork, I heard. That's true. I was I uh spent a lot of time in the locker. I honestly no, I mean back back in high school, I, I didn't hang out with anybody. I bet he had a pocket protector. <laughs> hey guys. Did I? No, I wore Hawaiian shirts and a lot of You had a fanny right pack, there. I can tell you that. Did not have, well, I did back in the day. That was, like, a, that was like elementary. I wore hammer pants in elementary school. Hammer t- fanny fanny pack. Holy cow. Not in high school. But. I had one in sixth grade when we went to Cedar Point because I didn't yeah, want to, I think that's to what fall I, out of I, my pockets. It was a neon pink and black one, too. Yep. From what I remember. But they were cool at one point. They're coming back, though. Yeah. That but, uh, no, man. I, 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 didn't, I didn't have friends really uh, in, in high school. I mean, I hung out with people in school, but never really did anything until kind of my senior year. And then Dave and I really became friends really senior year and into the summer. Yeah. Uh, we yep. knew each other, but not even Dave and I really hung out until senior year. You feel sorry for him, Dave? No, no, Tim. Believe me, Tim was a pretty popular kid in his own. To like a couple, because ba- couple band smart. members, but he was pretty popular. <clears throat> so, Aww. well, so, so I guess a good topic of, of moving on to something a little bit different, which is, you know, we're, we're new year rethinking some things. I, I know I haven't, I, I, I need some help in kind of thinking about some things too, but just kind of reevaluating last year's deer season and what to do different this year. So shoot something. Well, you can only shoot something if it comes out in front of you. That's that's part of my problem. Uh, that's a good one. The only I had a shot. It's really hard for me and Kevin because it's like we're two winners and you guys are two losers. I mean, that's the way it feels right now. I'm not trying to be like a jerk or anything. I just it's just a little bit hard for us. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's just so hard. <laughs> Try to be positive. Hey, you got it. You got to You got to grab it when you're on top. You got to grab it when you're on top. Yes, sir. I'll text. I'll text you my thoughts. <laughs> Not safe for work. Okay, now really another quest, serious thing about not serious, but you know we're talking about. So the seasons come to an end, and we still got those cameras out there. I got my cameras out there. Yeah. And, yep, I see them every and, day. So and I and I see yours, and uh, man, the coyotes are coming out in the daytime now. And every year we talk about, yeah, we got to get out and do some coyote hunting. Yeah. But we never do. We got to get out there and try to yeah. bang that, a couple. Is of that them. now? When does that start? It, it, it's it's whenever. Whenever. It's coming, uh, well, their, their breeding season is is almost upon if, if it's not almost here. We So I, I do, for the last two years, have done a dog fest, what we call it. 
um, every oh. year and it's in mid February, oh, but it's at, John, it's at John's place. So completely different. Did you get, um, do you get some? I, I never have. We, as, as a group, the last, they've been doing it, I think for three years now, they've harvested two. Okay. So like one a year. Um, but you know, it's, oh. it's, it's tough up there. You got 12 inches of snow. You're not driving around the property. So you're, you're kind of limited in where you can go. That's a good picture, dude. Where's that yeah, one? At? Looks that's, like a a, dog. that's at Jamie's. No, or that's, that's at Kevin's. Yeah. Broad daylight this morning. Yeah. So that being said, I mean, it, it is becoming breeding season for them. So you're going to see them a lot more during the day. Do we still have any equipment left? Like, is it like a, one of the calls or whatever or anything? So, yeah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. There's some calls here, I think, in the studio. Yeah, that one's on, that one was on Kevin's scrape camera. Yeah, it was basically walking right down a road. Oh, I get it. Now. I know where it's at now. It took me a minute to. Yeah, when you when you go in and you take that road to the left, left, yeah, he was walking right down the road. But yeah. that being said, Kevin, I think we should. Yeah, we could do it right. I mean, I got the one close to home here. We could try it. Yeah, but and you can hunt at night. You can. Um, yeah, there's certain calibers you can only right. Use at I think night. it's. I don't. What do we three, know? What they are? Three thirty or two thirty, two thirty <laughs> something and smaller. Like you can't use an AR. No. No, uh, let's let's it's like a, tw- is a 20, 22, 250 and lower or something. I can't remember. Fox. Yeah, I'm not killing a fox. No, I'm not so killing it. It's cool though. That's that same road. Is that the same one? Is that your camera? Yep. Yeah, it is. Wow. Another. Oh, here's another one. Bowl back. Yeah, you guys got allowed out by the airport. Yeah, yeah. one had an arrow in it and he lived a little turd. <laughs> You guys took, I took a running shot at him. I think oh. I hit him in the brisket. In the brisket. Gave him, a, gave him a haircut. Nice. Kevin's got like seven does. The problem was it was so it was too dark when he was standing there. I'm like, I don't want to shoot somebody's dog. Let me. Well, it's still season out at Kevin's property, isn't it? What's that? Uh, you still have. You can still shoot deer out at your property. No, no, it's, it's not. It's, it's not St. Clair. It's St. Clair oh, County, yeah. not Macomb. Gotcha. Hmm. I wish. Uh, I feel like there hasn't been a lot of bucks, but there was it looked like one shooter buck, the one I sent you guys that picture of that yeah, was looked he, like that was that was not the one I shot at. No, he he was coming out at the end of the runway towards the end of the season, so I kept trying to go back there, and then he just kept skirting it, and then I didn't see him again till that picture. <laughs> he has like one real nice side, and one jacked up side. Yeah, <laughs> fogged up the camera. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Anyway, uh, I, we'll have to read the regulations a little bit closer, but I think it's a two two nine. Yeah, let's do it though. That'd be kind of fun. Night hunt, meet out there, mm-hmm. and go out there. Uh, and there, I got a box blind. We could sit in. We could. There's uh that other pop up is out there. You got rabbits out there? Yes. Yeah, we could go rabbit hunting one day. Make, uh, that'd be fun. Make an event out of it for sure. Yeah, that's yeah a good there's idea. a lot of rabbits at the airport though too. I always. I, I mean, I'd I'll see tell you what. Yeah. Them. Why don't we? Next time we got a fresh snow, let's do it. What do we do? We go out like at three o'clock and then hunt rabbit till dark and then just hunt dark for a coyote. Well, you can hunt them whatever. If we, if we, stomp, if if we stomp around for rabbits, you're probably not. Yeah. Gonna, uh, oh, okay. But, yep. uh, All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we'll try to, um, we got some guests lined up. I actually, we had another podcast this week. Now that I think about it. All right. We'll see you guys next time on the podcast. More to come. Thanks for watching. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.